0: Another thing to say on it is, this is, I believe, a quote from what Jeremy Riddle said, and he said, "Don't live beneath who he's created you to be." And we've created, if if I'm a worshiper, I'm I'm created to be a minister to people. I'm created to be a priest for people. You know, like a, and so I'm in a place of leadership. So I don't want to be acting in a way that's lesser than me. You know, what I'm saying I don't want to be listening to this music. I don't want to be watching those things. I don't want to be hanging out with those people.
1: Hey, welcome back. We are continuing our conversation about the glory, the Shekinah, the manifest presence of God. So if you are just tuning in this week and you did not listen to two weeks ago, our conversation starters on the glory, please go back and listen to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then you'll kind of catch up to yeah. where we are this week. Um, yeah, it's
0: been you a wonderful it. conversation. Awesome. Yeah. So we're kind of basing this, if you haven't caught it in the last episode, we're kind of basing this off of a sermon by Jeremy Riddle. I'll link it into the first week's uh, podcast description. So if you want to watch it, it's a YouTube video. It's um, not sure the title of the message, but it's by Jeremy Riddle. He's at Jesus Image. It's an amazing sermon. Mm-hmm. But we're kind of getting a little bit of our content from there because there's a ton that we've, we actually needed. We I personally needed to learn from it. Mm-hmm. And so we stopped at just you know kind of our times we've come out of the holy like the glory mm-hmm. you know how yeah. many times we've trampled well, like sometimes mm-hmm. we've trampled over the glory, yeah. and so with that I want to just talk about like you know what are some ways we can actually grow in manifesting the glory.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. You asking me?
0: Yeah. Or I, I've got, a, I've got a, I've got notes here from the sermon. I kind of
1: touched on it a little bit, and that was um, just spend time on Mm. your own, Mm -hmm. just pushing into the glory, being receptive. Because I've said this, I'm probably like a broken record, but it's becoming so real to me that Jesus did it all, right? Mm. He took our punishment. We can't be punished.
0: It's truly simple.
1: Jesus did everything. We don't have to do anything. We don't have to do anything. We just believe and receive Mm -hmm. what happens is when we believe and receive, then we start to respond from that place. But it doesn't start with our, with us like doing, Mm. it starts with us believing and receiving all that Jesus did. Mm. And then from that, the fruit is we walk, Mm. we we walk like Jesus. We talk like Jesus. We look like Jesus. That's what the goal is. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so I think pushing into the glory yeah. on our own is what's going to, for me, I think that's one yeah. of the...
0: There's that's definitely one of the ways. I know there's a place uh, in the city that I go and mm-hmm. I just meet with God. It's like, I like to go at night because I can see all the city lights and, mm-hmm. you know, see the valley. It's just, it's, it's a really cool area, but I know I go up there when I'm like, you know, God, what do you? What do you? What's happening? What do you need from me? Yeah, right now, you know, is there something that I'm not doing right? Is there something I need to switch? Or, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you know we're human, so we're gonna fail sure. all the time. I'm not saying we're a failed project, but there's a lot that we do still run into errors. So come on, um, uh, I think like that is a super important part is just getting into His presence, mm-hmm. and like we said in the last episode meeting with the glory so that we can shine our face can shine like moses um a couple of things is and that kind of goes with that first my first point was just like his presence Mm -hmm. we need to have a there's like these commitments that jeremy riddle named out and the first one was his presence we Mm -hmm. we need to have a commitment to meeting and getting into his presence yeah and that comes from our private time with him making sure i'm not saying you need to go to church but make like if you're not going to church so what are your other avenues I think it's important to go to church because there's a community they'll they'll ground you into the Bible at least they should. And so it's important to have a commitment to his presence when yeah. you're trying to have a manifestation of his glory.
1: Absolutely. Um I think one of Well, did you have what your well, Is there another one that you have that you wanted to say?
0: Sure. Yeah. Um if well, another point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's three other ones.
1: Okay, so go into another one of yours.
0: Do you have points too?
1: I have one.
0: Oh, okay. Then I'll do two of mine. You'll do the one. Okay. We're for doing this on the fly, guys. Hey. Like
1: it.
0: Yeah. So we Sia
1: threw this at me. We
0: got his presence. And then secondly, we have a commitment to getting into his word. And it's really important to get into his word because if you're not reading his word, how can you be expected to know who the author is? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He gave us this physical mm. evidence that he is the Lord. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. He's the God of all, the creator. Yeah. And the fact that if you weren't to read it, it's like you're belie- you're it's like an uphill battle. It's like you're trying to believe in this person where there's other besides the miracles, signs and wonders, there's not much to see physically and to touch physically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so if you're not reading his book, you know what I'm saying that he wrote, gave to us, it's like I don't know, it's kind of hard to manifest the glory when it's you haven't been reading, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I think it's also important because then you know how to manifest his glory. I think that's
1: really good. I think you know if you're thinking like I think of a a dating mm-hmm. relationship or just somebody it could be your children it could be just a relationship that's close to you. If they handed you a book and said, "Here's a book about me. Here's a book about how to know me. Here's a book how to how to be close to me. Here's a book on how to have a really good life. And here's a book that will just unveil my heart to you and create intimacy. And we have that in the Bible. We have that. It's like the book on him and the book on mm. he created us. This one who created us, knows us, loves us. You know, there's that song, the one who, um, beloved, the one who know, love, Knows me most. One who knows me me best is the one who loves me most. Yeah, it's like that whole thing. It's like he created us. He knows how we're wired, and he has a book about himself and about how we can Mm. live in relationship with him and can experience his glory, which is all we. There's nothing that Mm. satisfies like his manifest presence, Mm -hmm. his glory. And so we've got this book that tells us about it yeah, and tells us how to dwell there and how to live there and how to engage and how to, you know, let that flow living waters, that manifest presence flowing through you into the lives of those around you. And Mm. so, of course, yeah, reading his word, I would 100% agree.
0: I also want to say it's like, you know, he's giving, given us this, his word. Yeah, that has answers to literally all of life's questions. This is kind of a side note. And it's like, if I have a business question, why don't I just read Proverbs, you know? It's like, there's so much, like, and I'm terrible at this, because I'm like, YouTube's available. I can just go look up on, like, yes, it can teach me carpentry, but like, how do I find a godly partner? I don't think YouTube's gonna really be a great place (laughs) for that. I think, you know psalms and proverbs Proverbs 31 might be a great place for me to look and so it's like this book has been given to us it lets us know who the author is lets us know how to live a life a godly life yeah and how to prosper too so it's like if people are struggling with prospering have you really been reading the bible Yeah. So, I mean, and I'm not trying to say there's not hard times, but that's a whole nother topic. I just opened up, and so I'm gonna stop on that way. Yeah. Uh,
1: The other thing I think (laughs) about the the word is it it sanctifies you, Mm. so it washes you. So if so that you can become more of a clear vessel, Mm. less of you, more of him, which is going to create more space Mm. for his glory and for him.
0: I also think it lets you know the patterns of God mm. is because he's the same God he was yesterday, today, and forever. So he's got to have something that he does the same, right? Because he is the same. Right. And so and the Bible is different. Yeah.
1: And yet he's different. Yeah, he's different. But you'll know him. It's like studying the dollar the mm-hmm. dollar bill, right?
0: Every dollar is... You'll dollars, know true yeah. money. Yeah, yeah, you you got to look at it to make sure that it's got the right uh, like watermark. It's got to have everything. It's really insane. But it's like God has patterns that he's like, you know... There's just the only thing I can think of is like to get in the glory, we've had used to have a high priest that go went in for us, but now we had Jesus as the high priest sent his Holy Spirit to come live in us. So we yeah. not we're not the high priest, it's who he who lives in us. Right. And so that's why we're able to get into this glory. Mm-hmm. Um and so when you read his word, it kind of allows you, like us worshippers, to be like, oh, this is where we're supposed to, you know, be like Judas. We're supposed to be loud here is yeah. because we can not we've read the bible and we're like this is he's flowing in this area right now. Right. You can recognize yeah, different good. uh atmospheres that he's bringing Super or good. what kind of I don't want to say levels of the glory but like like oh we've just barely scratched the surface of his glorious time for us to really dive deep here. Yeah, super so everybody good. worship. <laughs> yeah, good. you know what I'm saying? And so read Which your ne- bible.
1: Yeah, what's your next point?
0: My next point how is, to get into the
1: glory or requirements for the
0: glory. This one's, um, for for me, it's like, I'm not a teacher. So this one's more for like Matthew or my mom or like, I don't know, somebody else. Not me. <laughs> um, but it's, well, actually, I guess I could consider myself this. It's re- have a commitment to reproduce worshipers.
1: Oh, yeah. It's
0: because if you're not teaching people how to get into the glory, your glory is going to end, the glory is going to end when you die because nobody else knows how to get <laughs> into the glory. They can learn obviously because they have the resources available—the Bible, the presence yeah. of God. But why let pe- your ceiling be shattered when you die?
1: Yeah, your ceiling should some- be somebody else's floor. floor.
0: Mm-hmm. And right? let people get deeper and deeper with each generation of Christians because yeah. you just it had should a get culture. richer. It should get richer, yeah. richer, richer. Because you've manif- you've just captivated this, like you cultivated this. Uh, this season of like, oh, I'm going to teach the next generation how to cultivate the glory. Mm-hmm. And then they are cultivating the glory that we had. They're teaching their people mm-hmm. and they're still learning because mm-hmm. they are, nobody's p- been made perfect. Like mm-hmm. we're, you know what I'm saying? We're not perfect. We haven't reached the 100% completion yet. Mm-hmm. That's only going to happen when we get to heaven. And so we will then just keep passing it down. Like you said, it's going to get richer and richer. And so reproducing worshipers is an important one. I also think it's like, there's certain people that I play with um on a worship team and it's um you know a little little more strugglesome when I play <laughs> with them and it's like Yeah,
1: you have different chemistry with different people. And
0: it's like yeah, that and but that's it's okay. also like oh, they'll do, for some reason they'll just do something that I'm like why are you why are you why are you up? Why are you why are you leaving? Like you don't we're in the middle of worship like I don't know why you're getting up. Mm-hmm. Um um but and then there's also points where it's like I need you to keep you like if you're not sensitive to the presence, it's not like I don't want you on my team. It's just like I want you to dive in deeper, you know, mm-hmm. learn. I yeah. want you to be able to. And so it's a little strugglesome. So I struggle with this reproducing worshipers part because it's like, I just want people to be everybody to be where I'm at or above. You know what I'm right. saying? That way I can walk in and everything will be perfect without mm-hmm. any practice. <laughs> yeah. So is that really the, the case? Uh, and probably not. Unless mm-hmm. you're like, I don't know, in heaven.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> and so
0: um, kind of like my, la- when my last point, this isn't the last point of this entire thing, but is his standards and uh-huh. we have to be willing to and I'm a big advocate for not listening to secular music because what goes into your ears can really affect what your mind thinks, what your mm-hmm. heart, like wait, you know, it's one of the gates to your soul, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You've got the eyes, you got your yeah. ears and you've got the five senses are essentially like you know the sin, like the the gates and deer. So I'm not yeah. like being spiritual or anything with like that, but it's like they literally mm-hmm. are your inputs to this life. Yeah, they're the reason we look at life the way we do. It's because we've had different pasts, we have different experiences with our yeah. five senses, mm-hmm. and so with music, especially, I think for me is I don't listen to, uh, secular music in the sense that I don't listen to like. Like Eminem or uh, NF. I mean, NF is Christian, but there's still like, like, there's just some things that I'm like, I don't need to listen to this. Mainly because like, any use of profanity should not be in my music. Mm-hmm. I think music was made to worship God mm-hmm. and for creativity, and still that's to worship God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I the fact that people just reduce it to a level that's like, I'm not saying my music's better than them it's just like they're talented and if they were to get into the glory man, they'd be used so much. Amazing. and But it's like one of the things that's like I'm not gonna put myself into that area mm-hmm.
1: and
0: you know, do that. Uh, so music is one of the things Is I raise my standards so I listen to only Christian music. Sorry, mm-hmm. that was kind of long-winded to say, winded way to say that, but it's like I listen to Christian music mostly only or instrumental music. Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't want to listen to things that could potentially put me into a place where it's like, ah, I'm, if someone, I think about it like this. If someone knows that I'm the leader of open waters worship, mm-hmm. they get into my car and I'm listening to something like <laughs> Eminem mm-hmm. and it's talking about, uh, not Eminem, like some rapper that's talking about shooting up, doing drugs. Yeah. It's like, what does that say about me? And what right. does that say about the, right. the presence at open waters? Right. If people get into my car, I want them to have the same presence as open waters. Yeah. I want them to experience the glory when they're in yeah. my car because I carry it. With totally. Me. And so th- that's like a really s- one, his standards, there's a ton Hey there! Sorry for the interruption. Just wanted to say, if you haven't already, rate and reviewed this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to us. If you could rate and review and share this with somebody you know, that way we can get the word out and we can help other people dive deeper into God's open waters. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Do you have? Yeah, I to mean, say I think that?
1: it. I think it's just like looking at, you know, yeah, you you have to be conscious of what you're letting in because that's going to flow. It's not going to be separate. It's not like you get on stage or you get in a worship atmosphere and it just all turns off. Nope. You can't compartmentalize those things. Even if you think you're compartmentalizing, it's still flowing. It's flowing intermingled with the water. And is God greater than that. Yes. But we want all that he has and we want his manifest presence. And all we do is stand in his righteousness Uh and stand in his blood so
0: yeah another thing to say on it is this is i believe a quote from what jeremy riddle said and he said don't live beneath who he's created you to be and we've created if if i'm mm-hmm. a worshiper i'm i'm created to be a minister to people i'm created to be a priest for people you know like yeah I'm, and so i'm yeah. in a place of leadership so i don't want to be acting in a way that's lesser than me you know what i'm saying i don't want to mm-hmm. be listening to this music i don't want to be watching those things i don't want to be hanging out with those people
1: and here's the thing. You are reproducing every leader. Mm-hmm. And if you've got people that are following you in any way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you are a leader and mm-hmm. you will reproduce who you are. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and they'll reproduce who they are. That's yes. If, if you're with bad friends, they're going to, they're going to influence you regardless what you think or not. And I'm not saying that's a whole nother gift than I have. That's called evangelism. And I'm, I'm not that, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, everybody's got a little bit of Mm -hmm. evangelism in them, but, um, and so there's kind of like this flow to the, for this that he put, he's like, we're alive for his presence and we we live to reproduce, uh, worshipers diving Mm -hmm. into the word, walking in his standards for, to reveal his glory.
1: Mm, That's good.
0: And it's just one of those things where it's like, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We need his presence because we need to have a place to go to Mm -hmm. find the glory Mm that comes from his presence. We have to have a formula to get to that, his presence, and that's his word. We need, we need to have people with us that's reproducing, mm-hmm. worshipers, mm-hmm. and people that can reach the glory with us. And we need to have his standards of what worship is, what worship looks like to get into his glory. Mm-hmm. So good. It's just, yeah.
1: I would add a few more things to what would be requirements for the glory. I think one is um, pushing into your fears. As you were talking last time, the first part A, part one to this, you talked about how, we talked about how God's glory kind of what it, identifying it. And we talked about that, you know, when, when the Israelites were taken out of Egypt, pillar by day, no. Yeah. Pillar by day, pillar cloud by day, fire and by night. pillar of fire by night. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I, and you talked about how they were led around by his glory, but they weren't taken into the promised land. And, a lot of theologians have talked about, and I feel like God's really spoken into my life personally Mm -hmm. uh, as like an analogy of this is that they weren't ready to go into the promised land. They would have found themselves re enslaved probably to a greater degree because there was still too much of Egypt or Mm -hmm. slavery inside of them. So I just think it's important when we're afraid of where the glory will take us, Mm The glory will not God's presence, God, it's God, right? He is not gonna lead us to a place that we're not ready to go. He is not gonna take us where we where we're going to be in a worse situation or be in a bad situation or where we're going to get harmed. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's always gonna be easy, but he's not going to lead us to a desolate or worse situation. He is going to take us when we're ready to go where we're going to go. So I think pushing into fear Mm -hmm. of where the glory will take us, because it is, there are unknowns Yeah, there. It's a lot of it has to do with unfamiliar territory, even though you're familiar with the one who is taking you, you don't always know exactly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: where you're going.
0: Yeah. I mean, every time the angels go around him, they catch a new revelation. So yeah. it's like, they've been doing it for eternity. I don't think we're going to ever reach the end of this mystery that is God. That's right. And so...
1: And going from glory to glory to glory to glory. Yeah.
0: I also want to say that when the Israelites went up and if he, they were led into the promised land with two people out of 12 saying that they, they could, we, we can do it. Right the other 10 and they somehow for some reason God still takes them in mm-hmm. I think pride would have been a big issue mm. it's because oh look how strong we are we beat the giants mm-hmm. this land that's full of people that are, could crush 10 armies mm-hmm. by themselves
1: mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah so pride can keep you from the and glory pride,
0: and I think a lot of people can when the glory shows up if we're led into a deeper port, part of his glory than we're we're ready for mm. is we gotcha. can think we draw drew everybody in yeah Oh my
1: gosh. I hate that.
0: And it's, we make it about us
1: and how holy we are gifted. We are, Oh, we did things right that time. Or, you know, I did spend the time. I did check off all the boxes and, Oh,
0: I worshiped three times this week by myself. I got into the glory and look what happened because of it. Yeah. Sunday was great.
1: I mean, there are blessings, but you're not, you're not the reason
0: why you need to get past yourself. That's how you think, but it's
1: hard because we are human and, and it's just a natural tendency
0: I also think we are always searching for acceptance from our heavenly uh-huh, father.
1: Applause, approval. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hopefully, you know, you get healing and you are able to absorb that you're worthy because of him and your worthiness and your value. Yeah. But it's a process. Um, I actually came up with a couple more. I think some it, other yeah. requirements would be, um, would be really pushing into, his love, like just falling in love with him. And we kind of talked about that and spending time with him in the word. Those are ways that you can do it. But I think of Stephanie Gretzinger. So Jeremy Riddle and Stephanie, Gre- Jeremy Riddle is my favorite male worship leader. Stephanie Gretzinger, Stephanie Gretzinger is my Gretzinger. favorite female. Thought so. And one of the things that is so impressive about her and that I relate to is she falls to pieces in his presence because mm. she's so the love that she has for God is so tangible Mm. and that's his glory too. Right. Mm. But when we just fall in love with him and really just flourish in that love and foster that love relationship and just allow ourselves to love him and to fall in love with him and to receive his love, bam, his presence is Mm. there. I think another thing is gratitude. Mm. I think gratitude is a fast lean to his glory. Mm two G's <laughs> Yeah. because it, when you start to be thankful, you change your perspective and you see how amazing he is, which then causes you to fall in love with him more to give yeah. and to receive love. And when you give and receive love, he is love. That's his presence. Mm-hmm. It's liquid love.
0: Yeah. And I think there's this beautiful cycle of, I don't know if you notice this, but I've kind of I've kind of been seeing this in worship at New Creation and Open Waters. It's like this cycle. It's like we we start off the we start off. I don't want to call it a service. We start off worshiping uh, together, and it's like there's a cycle of we exalt him, and then he shows up and we thank him. we he, we exalt him. Yeah, he shows up and he thank him, and it's this cycle of each we're getting to a deeper and deeper level. Yeah, and it's like you don't have to start from ground zero every time. Yeah. And, like, I think that's where pride can come in is if you go – if you, for some reason, think it's because of you, it it really shuts you down. Yeah. Like, it's like we call ourselves open waters. It's like putting floaties on us when, Mm -hmm. like, when we're a scuba diver. It's like we ain't going very far when we have pride. Yeah. And so – if we just take off that and we're just thanking God for everything mm-hmm. he's doing, we thank him for showing up. We thank yeah. him for the provisions he's given us. We thank him for their our musical ability, which I do every week. Cause I'm like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. So uh, it's like, I, there's sometimes when I play drums, it's like, you know, Jesus, that was all you. Cause I'm like, what came out today? <laughs> I'm like, I tried to do it. On my legs and I could not. So (laughs) I thank you for doing it. So
1: Yeah, thank you for helping me. And my weakness are made strong. And so
0: gratitude leads to glory. It's the double G. Yeah. Because God's the ultimate G.
1: (laughs) He is the ultimate G. Big G. He really
0: (laughs) is. I don't know if you guys know (laughs) what top G, like Andrew Tate stuff, but like he is, God is the top G. He's the top G. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah.
1: We got more on that, Josiah, or are we?
0: I think we're pretty much good Guys, if you enjoyed this episode on the glory, it's I want to, yeah, next time I see you guys in person, or if you want to send us a message at our email, open worship at gmail.com. Um, I just want to know what you guys thought of it. You know, like what other parts would you add? I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say. So next time you see me, just feel free to stop me and just give me your quick thoughts.
1: So just a reminder, uh, as we close this up, uh, we do have open waters worship this Saturday, the 10th of June. Um, We're going to be really pushing into Jesus and experiencing his glory.
0: We have a special guest. He's not really special this time. He's a part of the team this time, (laughs) actually. So
1: he plays with us all the time. Oh Yeah, he
0: does. He's amazing. And his name's Wayne and he's an amazing guitar player, just advertising. Worship leader. He's super great. He is very...
1: Loves the glory. Oh, man. Man, that man. I look up to him so much. But he's going to be... Josiah's going to actually be in Europe when oh. um, this Open Waters happens. So for the first time... She's nervous. I'm doing it by myself with um, Wayne. He's agreed to be our main instrumentalist yeah. because Josiah is really gifted at playing the keys and just kind of leading us there. So I also I'm excited know all the
0: technology stuff. She didn't tell you about that, but that's why she's scared. I'm gone, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to, am I going to
1: stream while you're gone on the 10th?
0: Oh man. Maybe we I no, don't think I we'll can have a stream.
1: Maybe I can just do it on Instagram. Anyway, stay tuned for more details about that. We're looking forward yeah. to seeing you 6 PM in the usual place on the 10th. And I think that's about it.
0: Yeah. We'll see. She'll see you there.
1: <laughs> yeah, you won't.
0: All righty. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.